last week on Discount Heroes. The cacophonous sound grows ever louder before your vision goes black. Thrasher, you wake up on a wooden table, a bar even. Welcome to Moore's Metallum, otherwise known as Death Metal. You experience an eternity of unending blackness. You hear your voice whispering around you, multiple versions of your voice. Three new messages stand carved in the air. Always stand against injustice. Don't be ashamed. Don't be impulsive. Kit, that's what you said we had to do, right? Shut it down? Yeah, that's right. What do you think, Kit? I'm pretty sure that's the font right there. Kit, is that the font of magic? <laughs> yes, I think this is the chamber of the font of magic, how do you say? Alright guys, we cannot turn the font off. Close it tight! No, the opposite of that. But not, not all, all the way. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The writhing, boiling water stops about a hundred feet below. A small crack forms in the glass dome on the first strike. Whatever, it smells like rot. A small creature scurries out of your pack, Nox. It's the sable. Inside this small hatch is one of those canisters, some kind of powerful necromantic object. A figure floats through the wall. Professor Water, where have you been? I didn't start the Zencaster. I'm not used to having to do it. Let's loop it again. Start over. Turn it right. We're starting over. Are we really starting over? No. no. I'm going to do the Amiibo taste can, deal. Can you stop? Can you stop? Can you please stop that? I really don't like that. And this is Matt, and I play the 12th and final Knox mm. Longfoot. This is Jared playing the part of Hans the Human Bavarian. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Just Wait. go with it, man. Good evening, gnomes and nomads. What do you get when you cross a dragonborn with a bard? Someone who can spit hot bars. This is Aaron, and I'll be playing Dimrock, the half dragonborn, half demon bard. This is Spirit's Flight, the sentient ship that was inhabited by Copes the Druid. That was nothing. This what is happening? Guys, this is bad. Spin the wheel right, start it over. 
<laughs> hey, Brent, we turned the wheel. Now it goes normal again. Take her home. Welcome to Discount Heroes. Guys, we can't just keep going. This is not the order we do this normally. You missed it. We sp- we already spun the wheel. I was going to be the airship. No, just keep going. We'll, we'll just do it again in reverse now. Hey, what questionable results are always guaranteed, oh, mate. Oh, no. Let's just do it normal. <laughs> Fuck it. It didn't work. It, didn't. it worked great. Spin the wheel. We just did. Spin the wheel. We turn it right. No, Jared. Welcome to Discount Heroes, where questionable results are always guaranteed. For a chaotic character and story-driven real play podcast for a group of five friends who've known each other for 15 plus years, we've played countless hours of questionable D&D, and now we'd like to share with you the game that we love so much. My name is Brent. I'm the DM here. we got four players here. Why don't you introduce yourselves and who you're playing? My name is Tyler. I'm playing the 12th iteration of Cokes, the Circle of the Stars, the Druid. 12th as far as you know. Yeah, yeah. We'll unpack that later. Hey, this is Dimrock, the Tiefling Bard, and you want to come to my show? Played by Aaron. Getting some serious deja vu here. Jared Thrasher, human, Barb. Hey guys, look who made it back in for the intro of the next episode. (laughs) It's me, Matt, and I'm playing Knox. Is that popcorn, Matt? Who summoned popcorn, Matt? Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Why does popcorn, Matt, sound like that? Where are his pants? Popcorn, Matt, does not need your pants. (laughs) Well, we hope you enjoyed the first and only 46 episodes. This is the end of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) It's been real. It's been fun. We have no idea what we're doing. It's just, it sucks. It sucks. Don't say it sucks. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> Just uh, we, we do want to offer one fi- one advertisement. We're going to give you a better help coupon because y'all people need some fucking counseling after listening <laughs> to 46 episodes of us. Sponsored by Poppies. <laughs> yeah, sponsored by Poppies. <laughs> $10 off $20. <laughs> All right. And I've got a special treat for you guys today. So, I reached out to my niece, who does tarot readings for people. Oh, God. And I got tarot readings for each of the characters today. How old's your niece? She is 30 years old. She's she's only four years younger than me. Why are your niece so old? That's an old niece. <laughs> That's an old niece. Let's not get into that. We're talking about my sister here. It's <laughs> not your sister, it's your niece. My sister is the one who had my niece. <laughs> Does your sister listen to the episode? No. Well, that's her problem then. Yeah, she's old. (laughs) Guys, this isn't interesting. All right, we're going to cut all this stuff out. Yeah, we'll cut all this. Turn the wheel. (laughs) I've got each of these separated out, each of your individual readings. I'll include the full reading at the end of this episode. Let's start with Thrasher. So the first character we'll do is Thrasher. Human barbarian. That's how he talks. Yeah, you know that one. I would describe Thrasher as a very confident but withholding character. He doesn't talk a lot about himself. 
but he's very loyal to his allies, but he's also very impatient with tomfoolery. Mm. And uh, he really likes hitting people with his axe, also. Is Thrasher a type to have any, like, lo- is love something that can happen in this journey, or no? Are we like- it, it can, and it has so far. Right, okay. He's found it and lost it already. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, Thrasher. Thank you. What I have here, Two of Pentacles. <laughs> now, this tarot deck is quite funny because this looks like two hands fondling boobs. <laughs> <laughs> and so. <laughs> yeah, I'll confirm. They are. So, if nothing else, usually the Two of Pentacles is about we're juggling different options, we're feeling lighthearted. But with this card in particular, also just kind of looks like we're fondling some chesticles. There might be this Woo! lighthearted romance of like maybe a one night stand. And his voice alone tells me that he is like loosey goosey type of character, <laughs> creature, person, thing. Creature's so, a good word. <laughs> that's what I'm feeling for Thrasher. I think Thrasher's gonna reach whether it's love or just like a fling. Thrasher is touching some boobs coming up. All right, I'll be glad to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Jared, that's for Thrasher. Yeah, I knew this was a fantasy world. Hey, this is Aaron, and my new name's Thrasher. <laughs> I love how Jared said, yes, and Britt said, he'll be glad to hear that in the recording. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Thrasher, that was actually Loop 7 Thrasher. Yeah, she didn't know what loop we were doing a recording for. <laughs> Moving on, let's go to Knox Longfoot, Gnome Wizard. He's confident, but more in a quiet, hesitant way. Mm-hmm. He has been hit a lot of times, and he's gone down a lot of times. Mm. But he's still optimistic about mm. what's going to happen in the future. Mm-hmm. And also, he primarily studies magic, but he mostly likes to hit people with his sword. Mm. I get it. Well, good news is... <laughs> I love her. Mm. We've got another pentacles here. I think Knox is in... <laughs> good speed especially if you're a gnome you're gonna need some teamwork Mm -hmm. to make the dream work and that's what the three of pentacles is all about so we've got these three characters here and they're ready to build something beautiful something that can change the world and that's stable and strong so i feel like for Knox, this part of the journey may require him to it's good that you're confident but grow in that confidence with your team Wow, and it's really interesting that there's only three characters pictured on that card. Mm. <laughs> could someone be left out? <laughs> Who knows? It could be Thrasher, because he's too busy fondling some boobies. <laughs> Jesus, that's perfect. All right, so you have stories forming here. It can happen. It has happened. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's so good. Wow. I want to hang out with your niece. I know. Yeah, when's she coming to DM for us? <laughs> I think I speak for everybody when I say she is definitely cash charm person on us. Oh, <laughs> my God. Don't, no, 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 no. Don't laugh at that <laughs> bullshit. It was good. It was good. <laughs> We're going to go to Demarok, the tiefling bard. Is Demarok like Dem or Rock? Like, like a demigod, but uh-huh. Rock instead. Okay. And then he is a tiefling bard. T 
tieflings are like they have a, they're like a race of people who have demonic ancestry somewhere in their lineage. Okay. And they show that by having purple skin or reddish skin and horns or mm-hmm. tails. Okay. But he's got some kind of unresolved backstory with his father, apparently. Okay. But it's been mentioned. He loves to play music. I should have mentioned that first, other than the dad thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, his daddy issues are He's always playing his drums, at least. But he yeah. has these, uh, you know, magical percussion sticks that can make it any instrument he wants. Oh, well, that's cool. But he also has daddy issues. <laughs> the most cautious of the people that I've listed so far, after putting himself in danger a number of times at the beginning, has learned to be more apprehensive of situations. Mm-hmm. Got some walls up. I love her. <laughs> but he also is very aloof and doesn't take situations seriously. He still helps out, though. Well... I think some things are going to come to light for... Is it Dem- Demarok? Demarok, yeah. Demarok. Not that hard to say. When you see it upright, <laughs> this looks like a cloaked figure. Oh, this is the eight, not the five. Oops. Eight. River. Changed my mind. Still a cloaked figure, but they're walking away. Stepping away from the path. And that's great. That can be good. But this card kind of looks like they're just done and when it's reversed that doesn't necessarily mean that we are officially moving on but there's something blocking Demarok from truly moving forward on this journey so whether that's the daddy issues whether that's something else I feel like some things need to come to light so that he can better move forward and be a part of the team holy shit wow I think she's tarot card reading me Aaron. So, sorry to get therapeutic on you, Demarok. Getting called out, man. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like an interesting story, baby. Speaking of someone whose daddy issues involves a dad who's a drummer. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, Demarok, I'm here for you, man. So, we've got boobs, we've got teamwork, and we've got therapy. <laughs> Fuck, man. I don't even have any questions about that it's one. Too- <laughs> Welcome to Discount Heroes. Boobs, Team Rock, and Therapy. Teamwork. Demi Rock. Not Team Rock. Team Rock. He said Team Rocket. <laughs> Is it Demo Rock? Come on, man. It's easy. All right. The next person we're going to go to mm-hmm. is Copes. It's like I can't Copes with this. That's right. Oh, God. His character is the most chaotic of the characters, I'd say, overall, in that what he does will not make sense to anybody. (laughs) And even after him explaining it, might still not make sense to them. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But also, he has a, I don't know what you call it, has has an eye for ceremony. Mm. Put himself in situations where he would say laid spirits to rest with calming words or aided a dying creature in some manner. I can't remember specifics, but he definitely did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he done some good dramatic moments, but he's also equally likely to do something that all of us ask. What? Why? <laughs> Why? He really loves this thing called the Gemini stone that he's been <laughs> seeking for his whole life. Oh, wow. Do we know what it does? Uh, he does, he says. <laughs> ah, but you don't. <laughs> yeah, but he's been searching for it for a long time. 
When if it's Gemini, that's two-faced, so maybe there are two different properties of this stone. Oh, man. Fucking luring us. Fucking lure me up. It's not one stone. Oh, my God, <gasps> it's twins. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh... What I have for Copes, and I feel like all of these can be part of the next bit of the journey, because I feel like one person's needing to focus on team, one person's needing to focus on boobs, one person's needing to focus on within, <laughs> and Copes is really needing to just fucking go for it we've got the knight of wands <laughs> this is active. No. they are moving and grooving and the wands are our passions what aligns with our heart who we truly are our dreams goals and i think this part of Pope's journey is going to involve him just being confident even if everyone's like what the fuck are you doing no oh, God. go for it Brent, no on fire for your heart's desire didn't even mean to rhyme but I did this time. Who is this witch? <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and personally disagree with that reading. <laughs> you never know. Yes. But I'm sure Tyler will be very happy with it. <laughs> <laughs> to have the approval to just do whatever he wants. I think there will come a time, that's what I feel, is there will come a moment where no one knows what to do and nothing logically makes sense. So it will only take the crazy mind of the copes. And if you can't copes with that, there's no hopes with that. You know oh what I mean? God. Oh, oh my God. God. Why is she not on our podcast? The discount euros are going to be like, can you never bring her back again? <laughs> no, you're really hitting the right vibe right now. <laughs> wow. Okay. Y'all heard it there. What the fuck? absolutely incredible it's in my fate i thought i was falling in love with this woman and then she encouraged tyler <laughs> now now just do whatever i want can we please i still love her she's awesome can we please make note right now while tyler's listening that she said i'm listening at one time not constantly <laughs> just once tyler you can put your headphones back on i'm done I just want to make sure you didn't say something that would restrict me. What if he's not sure it's the right time? He's got to try every time. He's got to do it every time so he doesn't miss. We're going to be like, I don't know what to do. Tyler's going to be like, I jump off a bridge. Yeah. <laughs> That's what the card said, bro. Is your cousin not cool? She's very cool. She's super awesome. I've known you for 15 plus years. Well, she's lived in Scotland for... Uh, the past. Dang, that is cool. That makes her even way cooler. How did you seriously just make her cooler? Gosh. What I think the cops. <laughs> if it was Dublin, we could have brought one of her here, you know? You can hear a little bit of her interaction. <sighs> nice, by the way, but you can hear a little bit of her interaction in the full reading, which will be at the end of this episode. There's also one additional card that was pulled for the entire party that I'm not going to play right now because we're already at 17 minutes. No, because it's intriguing. <laughs> No, we'll cut out all the stuff about how old she is, so probably like 15 minutes. Very cool idea, Brent. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, I loved that. She nailed that. Hey, guys, did you notice how the best intro was where somebody else just did it for us? <laughs> God dang it. We need to hire some people to do this podcast. It would be excellent. Best intro, best outro. That was super cool. It just encouraged me to lean into my hooves. I couldn't believe that she was saying that. Please stop. Please, please. Matt, you heard it. Yeah, y'all are worried about I heard it. Copes. I'm worried about Thrasher's boob quest. I love how the last episode 
was like, you're telling yourself to not be impulsive. Now it's like, fuck it. I know. <laughs> Go wild. That was old copes. That was wrong. That was old copes. <laughs> that was loop one copes. That was 10 minutes ago copes. We're on loop 12 copes, baby. Let's turn the wheel. He wasn't perfect like me. Right. <laughs> this is perfect copes. That's what you were missing. It wasn't your, you know, spontaneity. You just weren't perfect. Right. Now I am. Yeah. Go for it, baby. And also just, you know, jumping back to the last episode, if you want to hear all 12 full loops, jump over on the Patreon. Um, it's about 600 <laughs> uh, hours of content. It's good stuff. Yeah. $600 a week. There's nipple pictures. All right. We got to start the episode. No, don't say anything funny until we start the episode. So let's go ahead. <clears throat> and touch the nipples and begin the game last week our intrepid adventurers faced the consequences of their actions over and over and over and over again Thrasher was welcomed into a new group of metalheads who agreed to help Thrasher survive what had happened to him in a way it seemed like everything had been repeating somehow and Thrasher would get a chance to rectify the mistakes his party had made and after trying a number of times, he finally succeeded. And the party closed the wheel, but not all the way. The tower rumbled and began to crumble, but ultimately stood strong and survived, leaving them to explore the rest of this tower. They entered a strange research chamber filled with an odd device attached to pipes that ran through Alcaster Isle. And after a brief investigation, they found another spellbinder embedded within a canister within one of those pipes. They pulled it free and debated what they were supposed to do with it. When an old and new friend showed up, Professor LaWater. <laughs> Love that man. <laughs> Flashing good time. Professor, do you know what this item is? Yeah, and you do too. Oh, sorry. And yeah, and you do too. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's too much for me to do. He gestures to the device. This is that thing up there. The thing that I had you help me quiet down. This is where the magic comes from that fuels it. What are you guys, what are you guys smiling about? The magic that fuels it. Is that, a, is that a band name? Yeah. It is now. I don't know how it works, but something to do with this device, the pipes, and I, I don't know what else. That's what created that thing above us. That giant creature made out of hay and sticks? <laughs> oh. I'm so sorry, I just can't. <laughs> hey, what are you talking about, Knox? No, don't confuse people too much. <laughs> okay, okay, alright, alright. I'm done. I'm done. Maybe. We'll see. The giant scarecrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that thing that you encountered up there, the thing that vomited fire. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Vomited acid attacked you guys. This is where the magic comes from. Gosh, thank you, Professor. You're such a refreshing drink of knowledge. That's why they call him Professor in the Water. Oh, I get it. I just wish I could sleep. Ever since I was a kid, I've had insomnia. Can't sleep at all. <laughs> I don't know how you could fix this, but if you wanted to do something about that thing, this is where you do it. Is there something trapped inside of that basin there? I don't know if destroying that's the right way to free it or if there's another way I really don't know how you could heal what's happened to these people hey Copes 
Can you heal these people? I can do anything I want. I cast... Uh, no, I'm just kidding. What if we cast magic into this river that's flowing up to the world? Yeah, but what magic, bro? I mean, it's got necromantic in it now, which is obviously causing problems. What if you try to heal it? I don't know what mouth you stick your fingers in. <laughs> or what ears you stick your fingers in. No, this is where I stick them in their butts. I don't know how you stick your fingers in their butthole, but no. No! Yeah, right. That's exactly what I was going. Are you sure you don't want me to maybe try casting friends on it? That seems dangerous. Be a nice world, huh? Controlling them is not what we want. Yeah, I don't want that. I don't know, but whatever thing you gestures to the spellbinder in the canister that you pulled out, whatever you put in there, it needs to be something powerful, some kind of strong source of healing magic. Something that will be sustained and continue <laughs> for a long time. Oh! <laughs> just to cure wounds or a, a healing word, it'll just get swept up in the currents in the pipe. Won't last. Got any ideas, Demi? It's grease. It needs grease. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Demi. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Um, do you still have that uh, belly button ring? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> I lift up my shirt and like wiggle my tummy. Always, bro. And I pull out some castanets and start doing a little <laughs> chime dance as I do like a belly shake. <laughs> yeah, it's my favorite thing, you know? I'll never ever lose it. Right, right. Um <laughs> Can I have it? No. I just need it for a second. I just want to see it. This isn't no, this isn't day one. Demi, let him see it. You know I don't ever let anybody touch my belly ring. I'm so sorry for saying that. <laughs> Demarok, this could be the only thing that could save this world, and you're really gonna pick your, your belly button ring. How would my belly button save the whole world? Not your belly button, Demarok, the ring. Matt, we're gonna seriously have to talk more later about you doing this to all. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, Demarok, seriously, man. I, I think your belly ring's gotta go. <laughs> uh, why don't y'all just try to kill me then? Look, Demi, do you remember when we were in the brain plane and we had to sneak in into the bank? You mean the mind zone? No, yeah, the mind, sorry. <laughs> You're right. No. 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 Do you remember when we were in the mind zone we had to sneak into the bank and Copes was money, money, Goldman. And he couldn't get there and Thrasher came in and backed him up with such enthusiasm and vigor. <laughs> yeah, of course, it's one of my most cherished memories. The only thing that mattered in that moment was our team. Don't you mean he was money, money? <laughs> Demi, you have to do this. Demi, you have to give it up. Sometimes you gotta give up the things you love the most. It's the only thing that can save these people. Demrock. Slowly starts taking the belly ring out of his, the piercing he got at Eclair's. Is it infected? No, I clean it every day. Okay, good. That's good. How could that ring have an infected spot? Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. And he slips it off of his belly button and then quickly slips it over his finger, cuts his hand off and throws the hand off into the pit. No. <laughs> yes, I will regrow down there. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, I start running for the fauna match. I... <laughs> <laughs> the camera zooms in on the hand and follows it. It falls into a forest next to a small gnome. Oh my god! And then he picks it up, and the gnome throws it up in the sky. Some ash as some ash drifts by. <laughs> Y'all gonna do a lot more than try to talk me into getting my belly ring. What is happening? I cast charm person. Yeah, resist or uh, he's already your friend. I cast assault party member. I can't do that, can I? I don't know how the fuck else to convince you. Demi, you gotta put the ring in. It's not an option. You have to. We all die down here or you put the ring in and save the world. Yeah, but we've all died a bunch, I think. It hasn't been so bad. Yeah. Do you want to just die for the rest of your life? Yeah, but look at this. And then Demi shakes his belly extra hard. What would I do without this thing? It's just jingling. You're so much more than a ring, Demi. Your belly button is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever said that to me. Demi, the DM has made it very clear that he needs to get this ring off of you. Demi, you have to give it up. No. Okay, well then, I guess we have to fight him. <laughs> no, don't fight each other. I thought that's where we were going. Well, he's saying no to everything. What could we give you for the ring? Uh, do you have anything that makes me fucking invincible? I do. It's a party of three people who care for you. More than anything. Oh, you talking about the reasonably priced heroes? Because I can't wait to meet up with those guys. They wouldn't try to take my powerful ring. Brent, did you have anything in mind? Yeah, you're supposed to give him the ring. Nah, he knew <laughs> I was going to be difficult. I'm trying to avoid casting spells. No, nah, I was hoping y'all would cast some spells. Okay. You don't have to do anything here, but these souls will remain trapped here forever. Otherwise. Demi, some of these souls could be people I knew. They could have been my friends. They could have been my family. Give me the damn ring now. Shit. Give. So this is a rule. Nobody, we can't do PvP unless everybody agrees to abide by what happens. I would rather not. <laughs> I don't want to give it up willy-nilly. Yeah, we tried real hard. I will start blowing third level spells. I'll cut your hand off if that's what you want. It might take that, but he put it on my belly button, which is making it hard. <laughs> I'll cut your fucking belly off. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. That probably kill the rest of me. Yeah, there's a real good chance. Well, you have an Audi self-described. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Cope's is going to lean over to Thrasher and say, Thrash, if he's not going to give this thing up, we're going to have to take it into our own hands. We can't leave here without this happening. All right. And then I grapple him. No! No, Lash! Lash, help me! Rear naked. Yeah, maybe you should pray to her. <laughs> Goddess Lash, the all-knowing! I'm hailing thee! I'm about to die! Nox, Copes, get it out of his belly! Nox, you're always saying how you want to get your fingies in there. Go on! Thrasher, why are you I grabbing can't. his boobs? <laughs> the prophecy has been fulfilled. Yeah, I'm gonna jump on him and start ripping at his belly button. <laughs> I'm doing my belly button dance. Is I'm trying to wiggle it everywhere. Dogs, get in there with those little fingies. 
I haven't had to write down a single bit of damage in 46 weeks. You're about to. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to get in there with your tiny gnome fingies or not? Yeah. I wrap my arms around his legs and hold it, try to hold his legs as still as possible to give Knox the opportunity to... Brett, what's that one called? Full Nelson? Full Nelson. You can make a roll if you want, but... No, I just holler out, Rush, it's a belly button ring, not a nipple ring, man! <laughs> and Knox pulls it off. And... Pluck. What? So much blood! This thing was holding in so much blood, Timmy! Uh... This is the second most blood I've seen coming out of one of your holes. <laughs> Why don't y'all think I called it my magic plug? Oh my god. Oh, I don't know. We're, oh my god. I turned the wheel to the right. Yeah, right. <laughs> we might need to at this point. I attach it thusly. Into the canister or what? The spellbinder, right? You have to attach the spellbinder to the item. Spellbinder is the item that was inside the canister. Okay, so it's not attached to anything. It was just had the magic flow number. Okay, then I will attach the spellbinder to the belly button ring. Okay. No, Matt, what are you doing? Is that not what? The spellbinder has the has the necromancy in it. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. There needs to be a new magic item that can stand up to the necromantic power. Okay. The I I got I got confused. There was a lot of talk of belly button ripping. Okay. That's fair. Yeah, who did that? Who did that to us, Matt? <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> you are the villain of this arc. Okay, so the belly button ring goes into the font of magic. Is that the correct thing? Into the canister. Which then goes into the into the magic. Did y'all make fun of Matt more? You suck, Matt. I'm just gonna cut it all out. Brent, I'll do this episode. <laughs> yeah, just pass it to me when you're done. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, not that this will affect it. Could I just get a, this was from an earlier episode, a great job, Matt, from everybody. It's, it has nothing to do with this episode. <laughs> Pretty sure you'll be able to piece that together from what we've got. <laughs> great job, Matt. <laughs> My vengeance will live on. You close the hatch? Yeah. Nice. Is that what I'm supposed that to do? That was the last step. Okay. Whew. Yes, I close the hatch. Obviously. The, the basin glows with a brilliant light which seems to sustain itself as you watch it. The room is filled with a temporary warmth. You hear voices. The glass of the basin begins to crack and eventually shatters, releasing not a smell of rot, not a smell of decay, but the smell of flowers, the smell of plants, the smell of life. And you see that this bubbling black substance that was in it, it begins to evaporate away. The fire. Who? The water sighs. That was so noisy. I'm not sure what you guys did. But that magic saved those people. What was that item? I tell him. In exquisite detail. Wait, really? A, a ring with a ruby red stone? Right, I found her belly on the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> I took it off the belly turned to ash right right well probably for the best that you put it there then I won't say more about it says you your, your, your belly button's all bedazzled would you please say more about it there was a witch and wizard married to each other very powerful 
They wore rings just like the one that he wore in his belly. They wore matching belly button rings as a symbol of their love for each other. Jiminy Christmas. I'm so sorry, I didn't know. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) You knew. I think the witch is actually alive somewhere. But I know that the wizard went up with the tower with the rest of them. What was her name? Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) We spin the wheel. (laughs) Oh my god, make it your niece's name. Oh, you think so? Yeah. She read the tarot cards. She's the witch. It's not going to sound very dramatic, but her name was Carly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, maybe we do a different one. What's wrong with Carly? Make it Mistress Carly or something. Ooh, that's actually good, yeah. <laughs> Mistress Carly. Mistress Carly was her name. <sighs> I don't know if I can help you any further, but I'm eager to check upstairs and see what it is that you've actually done. What kind of effect that healing magic had. Can we come look too? Well, you can't go the way that I go. You'll have to find another way out. Could you show us the other way, please? <laughs> I mean, literally, please. Uh, I've never been down here, but... You're here now. There's plenty of other paths to try. The other one, opposite side of this one. There's the the bridges down below. The ones with all our dead bodies on it? Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> but there's definitely a way over here. I mean, I'll help you look, I guess. You guys have helped me enough. Okay, you've done nothing. Please. <laughs> okay, he leads you to the other tunnel on the other side of the bridge. Hey. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. I know, Come you on. never would have thought of that. We might not have. No, you know me. Come on. It would have taken a while, that's for sure. All right, we walk down that tunnel. Confidently. You confidently approach. Does it slope down at all? It does not. There is that same, that nickel plated set of bars blocking the path forward but you see that there is a path to the both left and right that you couldn't see before because of the rubble and vines and stuff blocking your way okay all right guys left path brought us here right path takes us home left path let's do it lefty homie righty lucy i know i said that like rocky bobo i'm sorry Boy, let's go. (laughs) Hey, this is Loop 12 Thrash. Or Jared, I don't know. Feeling pretty loopy. All right, we head back. As you walk down the path, you begin to descend downward. You see that those shining metallic pipes run through these walls just the same. And you actually pass by a couple of open doorways that seem to bear equally esoteric-looking devices or machines somehow powered off of this magic. Would you like to look into that or keep going? Yeah, I mean, if it's different than the way we came down, I'll, I'll take a quick check at it. All right, one of them seems very similar to that pod that you encountered previously, the one that you used to heal yourselves, the one that Lawater led you to. Mm-hmm. I get in it. This one seems a little bit different. It's a little bit larger, and it's got a pair of secondary chambers on either side of it. Guys, we, we need to get in these things. All right, y'all get in. I'll pull the switches. The secondary chambers are much smaller. They look like you could fill them up with something. Like you would have to, I don't, like you'd have to put something in there. 
You can roll Arcana or Investigation, maybe. I will. I've not rolled tonight. I will roll an Arcana. It's an eight. Twice. Still got that uh, Bardic Inspo, don't you? Eh, it's been way longer than ten minutes, so I've died like 1,800 times. <laughs> 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 it looks really similar to the device you encountered previously, but something about this one is different. It's probably those two smaller pods next to it. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. I'm glad you made me roll that. <laughs> Is there anything we could put in these side chambers? How big? Matt, it- do you want to pick a Arcana check, or you want the? No, I don't care. I can. I got good Arcana. How big are the capsules? Yeah, you're way better at it than I am. They're like a foot tall. Okay, so we'll put Knox in one. We'll kit fit in the <laughs> other one. <laughs> Copes, you need me to come in there and do some push-ups? <laughs> Maybe we. You could put a, a a couple items in either side and like fuse them. Oh. Dragon Ball Z fusion chamber. What do we need fused together, though? Uh, I want to put my flame spitter in one side and my celestial sword in the other. Hmm. There is similarly a lever on the wall to be pulled. All right, I get in the middle one. <laughs> oh, God, we're going to fly it. <laughs> Just like that, we're back to Cronenbergian horrors. All right, so you throw those in there. You want to pull the switch? Yeah, grip it and rip it, baby. Feel the room vibrate intensely for a few moments before it settles down. The central chamber pops open, revealing your axe. The smaller chambers on the outer edge, on the either side of it, are empty. What happened to Copes? I'm the axe. He died for a, he died for unrelated reasons. <laughs> so wait, his axe is in there? Yeah. Made my axe? You see your axe sitting in that central chamber, but nothing is in either of the other ones. So now I got two of my axes? Well, you put your axe, didn't you? No, I put my sword. But that was because I was scared I'd lose my axe. I want to put my axe. You put your Oh, I thought you meant your, your, your death metal. He put nothing in the middle. No, he said the celestial sword. Remember the moon sword? Yeah, I remember that. That's what he put in there. And then you put your axe in the other one. No, he put the flame spitter, flame the spitter. thing Braddock gave him. Oh, the flame spitter. That's, oh, I just, yeah. Okay, a little rough to redo that. Oh, wait. No, no, no. Hold on. I actually like that. I think I'd rather do the axe and the sword together. Okay. Can we do that? Can we roll with that? No. Well, I mean, that's what I thought you meant, so I've already described it, but. Yeah, so we're going to go with that. Fuck what Tyler said. Deal. Sold. <laughs> I uh, put my axe in one side and the celestial sword in the other. And rip it, baby. Well, that lever. The room vibrates intensely for a few moments before stopping. That central pod opens up, revealing your axe. Although it shines a little bit differently now, you find that the two smaller chambers on either side are now empty. Guys, you gotta mash your stuff. Pull it out. I'm just winging it. Checking the heft and all. I'm going to use... Is there a rock? There's a rock like laying right here. Yeah. I'm going to grab a rock and then I'm going to cast Conjure Animals. And make a rat. And put a rock in one side and a rat in the other. And then I'm going to pull the lever. Okay. The room vibrates intensely for a moment. The central chamber pops open. And a little rock scurries out. And, and attempts to escape out of the room. It does. It does. All right. Well, then 
I go, hmm. I pull out my favorite javelin. And I pull out Terrence, the T-Rex. <laughs> and I put <laughs> the javelin in one and the T-Rex in the other. <laughs> and I pull the lever. <laughs> I don't know. I don't... I don't know what you want out of this. I want a Tyrannosaurus javelin. That didn't answer anything. <laughs> I mean, we could cut this out, Tyler. This doesn't have to happen. <laughs> you know, earlier when Matt did the belly button thing, I was going to say, this is the one episode where Matt's dumb bullshit was worse than your dumb bullshit. Guys, did you not hear the witch at the beginning of the episode, Chuck? Oh my god, the prophecy has been foretold! I was just checking to see that the animal wouldn't die, and it did. the rat did in fact fuse with the rock. So. See? I'm so mad that there was real logic behind the shit you just did. <laughs> the rock scurried away. You can tell me no, and we can cut it. I'll be fine with it. But I did do some scientific testing. I had to work on it, work on this in my brain. The chamber opens. Inside you see your javelin with what appears to be a like a T-Rex tooth at the end instead of the normal blade. It also has tiny little arms. Oh my god, yes. Can it be, can it be like one of those dinosaur <laughs> yes. toys? Yes! yes. yes. <laughs> Where you squeeze it in the mouth. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. Yes. Alright, say that again. Because... Uh, <laughs> Like one of those T-Rex grabber <laughs> arm things. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Matt, did you did you come to the same conclusion at the yes. same time I did, or just when you saw me doing this? <laughs> <laughs> this is the dumbest shit ever. All right, so when you squeeze the javelin in the right spot, a little T-Rex a T-Rex head appears that takes a big chomp. Oh, nice. Oh my gosh. Oh my god, guys, look at this. And I just snap him all over the place. <laughs> wow. Terrence. I would then like to use my... No, then I'm going to uh, just message Terrence. Is he still in there? Uh, yeah, you haven't talked to me in like five weeks. I know, Terrence, but I just want to make sure you're okay. Then you put me in a javelin? No, I stopped talking to him. <laughs> you weren't getting used anyway. Alright, as long as I can chomp some stuff. Okay, so now I have a T-Rex grabby handle. <laughs> okay, so... Okay, so Nox is, Nox is feeling a little bit downtrodden, as our good friend Kit would say, with how the whole thing with Demi went down. So he's going to try to make a gift for Demi. He's got some chain and combination lock, and he's going to put that on one side, and then he's going to take his green-tinged scimitar that he took off his dead body and put it in the other side and see if he can make a cool blade-and-chain weapon for Demi since he's got that dagger rope that he's been using this whole time. Nice. Okay. So you throw that in there, throw the switch, the room vibrates for a moment, and the door pops open. You see that now there is a... I mean... Uh, you... Do... <laughs> How is this harder than the T-Rex plus the javelin? <laughs> so inside is a coiled chain of solid green looking steel connected to a, a fabulous looking blade. It's in a nice coiled pile. He's just going to pick it up and bring it out to Demi. Set it at his feet. I'm sorry, Demi. I hope I can find you that other 
matching ring for you one day. But this is all I have for now. And, uh, walk back. Was this thing broken or something? You want me to throw it away for you, or? <clears throat> Nothing. Uh, he picks it up. As you reach for it, it coils around your wrist. Fuck, 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 oh, damn it! <laughs> but, not, but not in a... <laughs> Let me go, not again! <laughs> and as you say, let me go, it just lets go. Jesus Christ, what a day. Um, I think it seems dangerous. He'll, uh, take his bag of holding out and use it to capture the the chain weapon. You're not going to use it? I'm going to use it. I got to develop it. It hops into the bag. Fucking weird little chain thing. Oh, uh, yeah. I sent it up. I'll uh, figure out what to do with that. Demi's very weary of being stabbed. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> been a feeling he's not accustomed to. So when it reached out to him, and started wrapping around his arms. It, it's the uh, first time he's felt fear in quite a while. At least in the past five weeks or so. All right, thanks. Thanks, Knox. That was um good joke. Good gift. I didn't see it. I turned around, so. Well, you could pretend you saw it then. I wasn't trying to joke. Okay, <laughs> then I will say something different. <laughs> um, all right, I'm going to... I think I need to practice with that thing. I'll, I'll check it out. Alright, would you like to do anything, Demarok, with this device? Uh, I didn't use the tube last time. You can make anything with what you have. Yeah, and I just have to deal with it, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see what I got in here. Demarok starts rummaging through his bag of holding. Oh my god, put the couch in there. <laughs> and he pulls out a beautiful French painting. <laughs> Oh, he still has it in this one. Okay. And a dog. Mm -hmm. I guess we forgot to eat this. Yep, I, sh I shove him in the little tubes and then pull the lever. Yeah, Britt, make a dog picture. <laughs> I forgot we could have stuff we didn't have in the other one. There's a limit to this. <laughs> There's got to be. All right, so you, you put those two things in there. The room vibrates and the door pops open. You see that your painting has now transformed into a luxurious depiction of a beautiful dog dinner. Well, it's like dogs playing poker, but they're sitting around a table having dinner. Okay, I like that better <laughs> than what I was saying. It looks like the painting is moving now. The dogs are running across doing whatever dogs do in addition to playing poker and having dinner with each other. It really just brings a little bit of joy to Demi to... See all that food? He just likes... Uh... Watching the dogs have a good time. All right, so you have a magical dog painting now. I think I tried my best here. <laughs> Tyler put a javelin and a Tyrannosaurus Rex in there. So the painting, the, the chamber opens and the painting hops out. A tongue emerges from the painting and you hear it go, <laughs> as it wobbles over along the ground to you. Who's a good boy? Oh, God. <laughs> he reaches out and gives a little pet. <laughs> is the paint what is the painting of is it still this picture or is it like look like a dog in the painting let's say it looks like a dog's face but the dog moves around sometimes it's very abstract extremely abstract okay 
and the painting barks at you expectantly. Shut up! Uh, take the painting and throw him in a pot. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, shh, 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 shh. We don't know if we're safe yet. I pass him some jerky and say, I need a dog pun or an artist, but I don't know any. Yeah, I don't know any dog named artists either. I'll clip something in. <laughs> Gives a little <laughs> scratch behind the the painting's um, corner piece. Dang, man. This thing is positively amazing. Nope, we're going to change that. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Dang, man. This painting is really fetching. I'm going to call it a Snoop Dogg. No, I'll, I'll put something <laughs> in. I don't know, man. I got nothing. Salvador Dog Lee. That's it. That's it. Dang, what a masterpiece. You're coming with me. And Demi leans in close, and in the bottom corner, it's signed by Salvador Dogley. <laughs> the beautiful abstract dog painting. Thank you, Jared. The painting happily hops into your pouch if you offer it up. Yeah, it's in the pouch. Yeah, let me just warn you now, if you have a pet that just wanders around, Brent will fucking kill them. Oh, I know. We're just going to eat him in a time of need, probably. All right, guys, that was weird. I think we need to keep going. Yeah, let's go. They'll just over there swinging the axe around. Yeah, Kofi's just behind snapping his new T-Rex stick in the air. If that thing bites me again, I'm going to break it. Never be able to break it. I love it. I almost lost a toe last time, Copes. It's not funny. Yeah, I got control now. And I kind of like, ooh, ooh, fucking knocks a little bit. <laughs> He's going to get you. Stop it. But yeah, I wander down the path. All right, you continue down the tunnels. You pass by another room. This room has, if you remember those amulets I described previously, it has broken and shattered versions of those strewn across the ground. This room seems like it was maybe more, it was used more recently. There are multiple desks and writings atop them. Glancing over those documents, it looks like they were experimenting with things that could absorb magical energy. And it looks like inside there's something like a kiln that was used to create these things. But the writings also describe that while they do absorb magic, they take something from the wearer. They take some of their animating energy, some of their, their self, with each absorption. So it seems like these are the amulets that the people had... Right before we came down here. The ones that kept him safe from all magics? Yeah, I, I, they must have been crafting them. I mean, it certainly, well, it seemed like it came at a price. That real douchebag kit we met looked pretty messed up. I don't know if maybe he was from this place. You think it maybe absorbed some of their life force? It's something like that. I mean, it seems pretty dangerous, whatever it's doing. Was it worth it, the way they worked it? I think we need to put this thing down, flip it, and reverse it. <laughs> Jared, you did that. Don't look at me no, like I, that. I said thank you. <laughs> okay, that one was on you. I'm proud. I'm proud of you. <laughs> that one was on. You're just so used to him being mad at you. <laughs> no, I'm always looking for his approval. Are there any intact ones? Searching throughout the room, it looks like the majority of the contents, all the cabinets, looks like they formerly had locks on them, have been broken and shattered. Pretty much all the amulets and other devices lie 
either broken on the ground or it looks like they were robbed from this place earlier. I'll, I'll try to collect a, a few pieces if I can. Okay. Yeah, you collect some pieces. All right, guys, I, I don't see a whole lot of useful stuff here, so I think we're going to have to keep moving. We need to take it back to that machine. No, I don't, I don't think we want anything to do with this magic. <laughs> okay. Yeah, cut that out. Yeah, let's just keep going. We already did that part. We're out of time. Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> I make an amulet, and then I put it on a stupid T-Rex javelin. No! <laughs> um, okay. I don't see anything in this room worth keeping. I think we gotta keep going. But this definitely seems like where they got these amulets from. Does it feel like how we came in, how we were going from, like, different place to different place? Reality or whatever it is. Have we done that? Like, when we went from the chamber with the mixing, or mashing item thing. No, all of these rooms have had a very wizardly vibe. Okay. So it seems like maybe they're not from the same reality. Maybe they are, but it's it's difficult to tell. I think we uh, we keep moving on. Moving further down the tunnel, you begin to hear the sounds of rushing water. You actually feel a little bit of a breeze of air blowing past you. It's a waterfall! Doc starts running towards it. We have to look behind it. Ox, don't go chasing waterfalls. I'm going to get a secret treasure first. I I run as fast as I can. Oh, what a scrub. I'll run after him. All right, you approach a door. You can hear the sounds of rushing water on the other side. Not against the door, but on the other side of the door. This door has a combination lock hanging from it. One, two, three, baby. Yeah, that was it. Put it in. It doesn't open. Ah, three, two, one. I put that in. It opens. Yes! <laughs> no, it doesn't. No. <laughs> Fucking amazing. Well done. I thought it had to be all zeros. This is the level of puzzles that we can handle. <laughs> the door pops open. I do keep the lock, though. Now I have seven. No, you don't. You use them to make my thing. I have six. I had six. No, it was a piece of chain attached to the lock. Oh, I thought you had to put all the locks in there. The door opens into a grand vaulted chamber made out of rough-hewn stone. Looks like this might have been a natural cavern at some point. You hear the sounds of rushing water far in the distance just outside of your range of vision. You see that there seem to be what look to be carpentry tools strewn about, multiple work tables, the magical equivalent of a table saw, which sounds awesome. <laughs> it looks like a lot of tools are strewn about. And you actually, you see a couple people who are engaged currently in some work. Some human fellows that are hammering away at a piece of wood. It looks like they're building a ship. And you see that there are, behind them, are three ships identical to the one that you pilot yourselves. Ah. Uh, okay. Does one of them say the Letcher's plaything on the side? <laughs> <laughs> That's good memory. How the hell did you remember that? Because my character traits are made up. <laughs> okay. Don't tell anybody. They look up at you in surprise. Ships do? <laughs> the two workers. <laughs> I'm here to pick up my ship. Nice, Nox. Shh. Oh, sorry. Yes, my, my ship. I'm here to pick it up. They said it would be ready yesterday. Uh, all these ships are going to the Rothspire Corporation.
Please stay tuned after the outro to hear the full reading by the witch, Carly. Hey everybody, this is Killable Dimarok. Um, not going to be doing as much belly dancing anymore, but you should still come on over to the Discord and hang out with me. Um, might need some cheering up. They took my magic ring. I'm getting distracted. Sorry. You should come check us out on Twitter and on Facebook. Leave a comment. Let us know what you think about the show. Unless it's something mean. I can't really take that right now. Make sure to come back at the Witching Hour every week on Thursday. When we release a brand new episode of the Discount Heroes. Where questionable results are always guaranteed. Bye, Magic Ring. I'm going to miss you. Yes, I see. Oh, I see. Ah, and it's recording all my voice. You can see it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm just so excited. I told mom to. <laughs> hey, I gotta go. I'm doing the readings for the Dungeons and Dragons characters with Brent. And she was like, oh my God, let me let you go. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. It's my honor and privilege to give some tarot wisdom and guidance for these warriors of the Dungeons and Dragons realm. Oh yeah, this is this is my niece Carly here. I'll probably re-record this. My mouth is really dry right now. But <laughs> for your benefit, I'm still gonna say it. I am the niece and I am Brent's biggest fan. Mm-hmm. And even though I get to do this as a job, I would do this a million times for discount years because I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> and welcome to the show. But yeah, she's uh, she's amazing. She lived in Scotland for quite a while. Yeah. She's very talented. Has music that you can listen to on Spotify. We'll talk about that at the end. Oh, thanks, Brent. Thank you, Brent. And discount heroes, what an honor. What a blessing. What a privilege to be here today to help with your journey in any way I can. Yeah, we're going to do tarot card reading for each of the characters. Mm -hmm. You decided one card would probably be best for these fictional characters. I'll tell you a little bit about each character, and then we'll see what happens. You're going to tell us what's going to happen to them, how they're going to die, possibly. Who knows? So the first character we'll do is Thrasher, human barbarian. (laughs) That's how he talks. Yeah, you know that one. I would describe Thrasher as a very confident but withholding character. He doesn't talk a lot about himself, but he's very loyal to his allies, but he's also very impatient with tomfoolery. Mm. And uh, he really likes hitting people with his axe also. Is Thrasher a type to have any, like, is love something that can happen in this journey or no? Like, it, it can and it has so far right okay he's found it and lost it already 
Okay. Sorry, Thrasher. What I have here, two of pentacles. Now this tarot deck is quite funny because this looks like two hands fondling boobs. <laughs> and so... <laughs> yeah, I'll confirm. They are. So if nothing else... Usually the two of pentacles is about we're juggling different options or feeling lighthearted. But with this card in particular, also just kind of looks like we're fondling some chesticles. There might be this lighthearted romance of like maybe a one night stand. And his voice alone tells me that he is like Lucy Goosey type of character, creature, person, thing. So... That's what I'm feeling for Thrasher. I think Thrasher's gonna reach whether it's love or just like a fling. Thrasher is touching some boobs. Coming up. All right, he'll be glad to hear that. Yeah. Moving on, let's go to Nox Longfoot, gnome wizard. So Nox is he's confident, but more in a quiet, hesitant way. Mm-hmm. He has been hit a lot of times and he's gone down a lot of times mm. but he's still optimistic about what's going to happen in the future mm-hmm. and also he primarily studies magic but he mostly likes to hit people with his sword mm. I get it well good news is mm. we've got another pentacles here I think Knox is in good speed especially if you're a gnome you're going to need some teamwork mm-hmm. to make the dream work and that's what the Three of Pentacles is all about. So we've got these three characters here, and they're ready to build something beautiful, something that can change the world, and that's stable and strong. So I feel like for Knox, this part of the journey may require him to, it's good that you're confident, but grow in that confidence with your team. Wow, and it's really interesting that there's only three characters pictured on that card. Hmm, could someone be left out? <laughs> Who knows? It could be Thrasher, because he's too busy fondling some boobies. All right, see so a story's forming here. It can happen. It has happened. We're going to go to Demarok, the tiefling bard. Is Demarok like Dem or Rock? Like like a demigod, but uh-huh. Rock instead. Okay. All right, got it. And then he is a tiefling bard. Tieflings are like, they're like a race of people who have a demonic ancestry somewhere in their lineage. Okay. They show that by having purple skin or reddish skin and horns or Mm -hmm. tails. Okay. But he's got some kind of unresolved backstory with his father, apparently. Okay. But it's been mentioned. He loves to play music. I should have mentioned that first, other than the dad thing. <laughs> He's always playing his drums, at least. But he has these, uh, you know, magical percussion sticks that can make it any instrument he wants. Oh, well, that's cool. But he also has daddy issues. The most cautious of the people that I've listed so far, after putting himself in danger a number of times at the beginning, has learned to be more apprehensive of situations. Mm-hmm. Got some walls up. But he also is very aloof and doesn't take situations seriously. He still helps out, though. Well, I think some things are going to come to light for... Is it Dem- Demarok? Demarok, yeah. Demarok. When you see it upright, this looks like a cloaked figure. Oh, this is the eight, not the five. Oops. Eight. Reverse. 
changed my mind. Still a cloaked figure, but they're walking away. Stepping away from the path. And that's great. That can be good. But this card kind of looks like they're just done. And when it's reversed, that doesn't necessarily mean that we are officially moving on. But there's something blocking Demarok from truly moving forward on this journey. So whether that's the daddy issues, whether that's something else, I feel like some things need to come to light so that he can better move forward and be a part of the team. Wow. So sorry to get therapeutic on you, Demarok. Getting called out, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking as someone whose daddy issues involves a dad who's a drummer. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so Demarok I'm here for you man so we've got boobs we've got teamwork and we've got therapy <laughs> so far <laughs> I don't even have any questions about that one that's really heavy and meaningful alright the next person we're gonna go to mm -hmm. is Copes Oops, like I can't Copes with this that's right his character is the most chaotic of the characters I'd say overall in that what he does will not make sense to anybody hmm. and even after him explaining it might still not make sense to them mm -hmm. but also he's got a he's he has a i don't know what you call it as a has an eye for ceremony mm. put himself in situations where he would say laid spirits to rest with calming words or aided a dying creature in some manner. I can't remember specifics, but he definitely did. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but he done some good dramatic moments, but he's also equally likely to do something that all of us ask, what? Why? Right. He really loves this thing called the Gemini Stone that he's been seeking for his whole life. Oh, wow. Do we know what it does? Uh, he does, he says. Ah, but you don't. <laughs> yeah, but he's been searching for it for a long time. When if it's Gemini, that's two-faced, so maybe there are two different properties of this stone. Oh, man. It's not one stone. Oh, my God, it's twins. <laughs> what I have for Copes, and I feel like all of these can be part of the next bit of the journey, because I feel like one person's needing to focus on team, one person's needing to focus on boobs, one person's needing to focus on within, and Copes is really needing to just fucking go for it. We've got the Knight of Wands, and this knight is active. They are moving and grooving. And the wands are our passions, what aligns with our heart, who we truly are, our dreams, goals. And I think this part of Copes' journey is going to involve him just being confident, even if everyone's like, what the fuck are you doing? He needs to just go for it. On fire for your heart's desire. Didn't even mean to rhyme, but I did this time. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and personally disagree with that reading. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. But I'm sure Tyler will be very happy with it. <laughs> to have the approval to just do whatever he wants. I think there will come a time, that's what I feel, is there will come a moment where no one knows what to do and nothing logically makes sense. Mm. So it will only take the crazy mind of the copes. And if you can't copes with that, there's no hopes with that. You know what I mean? 
<laughs> the discount euros are gonna be like, can you never bring her back again? <laughs> I was gonna love that. No, you're really you're really hitting the right vibe right now. Mm. I love it. Should we do one for the whole group? That's what I was thinking, actually. We we just do one for everybody right now. Let's see like an overall what's to come, what is needed. So for the discount heroes. Mmm. It's not as dramatic. It's the Queen of Wands reverse. The Queen of Wands is my favorite queen. She's the perfect balance of masculine, feminine energy. She's going with the flow, but getting shit done. And she's even got a lion's mane around her. So she's the king of the jungle. So it's this beautiful balance of we're working with our passion, fiery energy. We also are committing to our intuition and going with our guts, which can also not always go with the norm, the logistical norm. But when it's reversed, that doesn't mean that's not happening. But what it means is, for the group, it's time to access our shadow side. It is time to access the shadow sides of self so that we can be that fully passionate embodiment of goodness. But all the shadow stuff must be coming to the surface and removed in a healthy way. Wow. Can you draw a bad one and give me that for the group too? The Queen of Wands, when it's upright, perfect balance, flow, fiery energy, getting shit done, but following our guts. Mm-hmm. But when it's reversed, it's the shadow side. That shit's not happening because the uh-huh. shadow is taking over. Our doubts, our fears, all of that is shadowing over the light that we so desperately want to show and lead the path. But alas, <laughs> the darkness reigns. So when the Queen of Wands is reversed, the shadow self is surfacing. So if there was a decision made that may have not gone with our gut, that may have not been to the team's betterment or utmost benefit, the shadow self will take over. The darkness will reign. And it will continue to rain until you figure your shit out, people. Thank you, Discount Heroes. Come on, Jared. Are you sure you don't want to jump in there? Will this stupid plan work? Who knows? Will Jared finally embrace his inner money money goldman? Probably not. The magic caves of industry. <laughs> now I feel like we missed stuff. I want to go back and check. Malice, the city on the grow. Do, 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 do. A ship port on the move. Why do y'all look like Tom Bodette? 